is the 77 WABC minicast. There's another comment made by one of our uh, uh, international uh, uh, friends that reports on Sundays to us. Yep, Mario. Mario Economo. Uh, let's hear that comment. What else is going on uh, with uh, uh, interest rates? I understand uh, Russia has increased their central bank rate to what, 16% or something? Yeah, we need to stop focusing on all these uh, horror stories that people keep discussing with respect to Russia. Russia Russia has essentially won the war in the Ukraine. Everything that's happening now is just uh, prolonging the pain and the suffering of the Ukrainian men and women at this point who are actually fighting on the front line. We need to uh, we need to actually sit down and speak to the Russians. I'm not sure what the Europeans are doing and what they're thinking. The idea that the Europeans believe they can actually wage any type of a war against the Russians is absurd at best. Um we know that in Germany, the uh, chancellor there is uh, actually in very, very deep trouble with respect to his uh, polling numbers. And if we look at what, what used to be the eastern part of Germany, the AFD, which is the far right party, is polling at 32 percent. They're essentially in first place. So well, uh, the I reality mean, you, is you, you can make some breaking news I mean, in your opinion, in your opinion. Russia has won the war, and the, the story is, how do we uh, settle things down? Well, the, the, the story is that Russia has won the war. Now what we need to do is what I said about 15 months ago uh, when I suggested that everybody sit down and speak to the Russians, because at this point, everything that uh, President Putin and Russia have taken, they will not return. And if they keep pushing westward, the more land they take, the less they're going to be prepared to give back. So there is an opportunity now. They're probably going to lose 25% of their land. If everybody decides to dig their heels in and try to fight a war that they're not going to win, Ukraine could actually lose more land. And I can't stress this enough, but Americans need to understand there is no large standing army in Europe that can go and fight the Russians. Wow. That is some, huge. That is a huge story. Uh, you only hear it on WABC because everybody else will tell you what they want you to hear. Yeah, I just want to repeat what we just heard, too, John, because he said that he believes that Russia's already won the war that Ukraine has lost. That's a big deal, well, John. And don't forget, yeah. President Biden is not, you know, they, they haven't been forthcoming with more, more weapons. And every time we give them more weapons, who knows what happens? They have Well, let me just tell you, it's been drip, drip, drip. You're right. We don't know what the accounting is. And I contend, Judge Weinberg, this is exactly what he is doing now with Israel. And and right now he is, he is sidestepping Israel. He's slamming Israel. He's criticizing them. And he's putting them, I think, in a quagmire just like he has done with Ukraine. I agree with you. Let's go. You have uh, one of you. Uh, yep. As a matter of fact, today I read Governor? that the White House has advised the Ukraine to start talk, thinking about peace talks with Russia. How do you have peace talks when you're being overrun and you can't stop them? You have nothing well, to negotiate I, with. I, before we get everybody else on, I'm going to give you. I started to smell a rat when President Biden told the Ukrainians, you are not allowed to uh, uh, do war on Russian soil. In other words, the only place you can do and pepper, do your research. He actually said that you only do a war on Ukrainian soil. 
I mean, Russia is our quasi-ally. Well, you know, uh, well, by the way, you know what I smelled a rat, John, when they said, we're going to get some F-15s. Guess what? They haven't gotten it to them. All right. I mean, are let's you kidding get, me? Let's, let's go, go to, to KT. Yep, we've got KT McFarland, of course, a former <laughs> national, deputy national security advisor there in the Trump administration. KT, um, are have, we sort uh, of setting we, up a quagmire? Have, have, we, have we cut through all the crap? Yeah, have we summed it up, KT? We're on fire today. Stalemate. You know, Russia's not going to win. Ultimately, I don't think Ukraine has a chance of winning, but Russia can keep fighting as long as energy prices remain high. They've got the income to either buy weapons from somebody else or to keep fighting. Um, the idea that Russia's going to win, I mean, I'm not sure what win means anymore. Well, that's the, the question. Is, yeah, that's the that's question. question. Right. What is win win? And, and why did Biden tell, him, tell the Ukrainians they can't fight on Russian soil? Look, look the problem was all along, that the Biden administration was encouraging Ukraine to say, you're going to win. You're going to push Russia out of your territory. We're behind you. You can win this thing. When anybody who looks at the geography and the numbers and the industrial base and all the rest has to conclude that ultimately Ukraine isn't going to win. You know, it's a much smaller country, doesn't have the resources, it doesn't have the military, and a war of attrition who wins? It's the big dog that wins, not the little dog. But you know the so problem Ukraine, is, too, KT? The yeah. problem is, too, is that he didn't give them the ammunition to win. I hear what you're right. saying geographically, but there's two problems. You know, I would love for Ukraine to win. I mean, I think it's it's horrible what happened with Russia going in. You know, my father's Polish, so I get it. Yes, the, we are right yeah. there on the border, you know. Um, so I want Ukraine to win. I contend, and, I, and you know, the Polish... Uh, president and the prime minister visited Ukraine and said, we're going to send you the MiGs. Guess what happened? U.S. said, no, you're not going to send the MiGs. The U.S. was making Ukraine fight with one hand tied behind their back from the beginning. And that's shameful. Don't you dare go on Russian soil. Yeah. And that combo, too. And KT, it's Richard Weinberg. Welcome back. My problem, my problem here is you've encouraged Russian aggression. Who's next? And what kind of message is sending out worldwide? Well, the same thing, wait, wait. The same thing's happening in Israel. Exactly. Tell, tell right me, now. You talk about yeah, it. right now, KT, and you know this. We have heard in the last 24 hours uh, comments from Biden directly and others saying, you know what, um, you know, you should uh, diminish civilian casualties. Of course we want to diminish civilian casualties. Israel's been very careful, much more careful, by the way, than most people who are engaged in a fight against terrorism. And then they're still talking about this two-state solution with the Palestinian Authority, which still has not denounced Hamas. So, I, I mean, he yeah. seems like he's putting them in a quagmire now, too. You know, we don't do very well when we order other countries how to fight their wars. And we really don't do well when we tell them what kind of governments to establish after the war, whether it's in Afghanistan, Iraq, Vietnam. And now that we're telling the Israelis, well, after the fighting, you know, post Hamas, this is the kind of government you're going to have. It's going to be a two-state solution, yada, yada, yada. Look, let the countries in the region solve the problem. It's not ours to solve. And and again, our track record is really pretty lousy. But to, to go back to Ukraine for a minute. On one hand, the Biden administration was urging Ukraine, don't settle, keep fighting, keep going. You're going to get Crimea back. And yet, as you point out, they promised a lot of weapons, which they didn't deliver. or They slow walked delivery on. So on one hand, you're saying, don't settle. We're going to help you. But then we're not really helping them. So we're putting Ukraine in this awful position. I, I mean, I, I think that at this point, find a peace agreement somehow. Some, nobody's going to get everything they want. And everybody's going to get maybe just enough to live with. But Ukraine can't win this war, but Ukraine can win the peace. And here's how they win the peace. 
After the fighting stops, a trillion dollars is going to rush in to rebuild Ukraine, Western companies, countries. And so within a couple of years after the fighting stops, Ukraine will be fully integrated into the European economy, just like Poland is now. Ukraine will be a superstar economically. Meanwhile, five years after the fighting stops, where is Russia? It's probably broke because hopefully energy prices are getting. Well, it depends who's president. If, if energy prices are 50 bucks a, a, a barrel or 55, they're broke. If energy they're prices totally are 100, they're rich. Totally. And if you look, John, at the history of Russia and the Soviet Union, every time oil prices have been high, Russians have rebuilt their military, fought a proxy war somewhere in the world, and invaded their major. Why are not the major channels uh, saying this? Well, it's because the Biden administration has a very different plan. They think we should not have American fossil fuels. We should not have American oil and natural gas. If anything, the Biden administration is busy telling you we're going to cut energy production in half. We're not going to use any of these things that we have that would be to our great economic advantage and to our great national security advantage. They bought into this myth that somehow we're all going to have one and we're going to just get rid of fossil fuels day after tomorrow. And we're going to all be with renewables. The infrastructure isn't there. KT, it's not going to be there for a decade. Thank you, KT. We love you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, let's uh, let's get on again next week and find out where the heck we are with uh, uh, on this uh, this supposed war. Thank you so much.